Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby. Be better. Stay tuners, welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here with the 2023-24 King James champion. Yes, that pains me to say it. Hello, King. It's only the third time I've had this goddamn <laughs> thing. You know, it's uh, it's 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 uh, it's amazing. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Uh, I've been. Uh, well, I think 2020, that disaster of a year was the last time this was home with me. Uh, and before that was uh, 20, 2016. Those are the three years that I've had 2016, 2020, and now 2023. Uh, she's back home. But uh, I, I, I won't put it away. I won't taunt you the rest of the show. No, no, no. You, you, this, you have your, your time. Here. I mean, you only, uh, you only beat high school players, but that's okay. Well, no, 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 those breaks, because we need to talk, Jimbo. <laughs> I remember last week, we started off the show with me going, Jimbo, what, what the F, what is going on with your Eagles? I was like, this is, how bad is that you lose, you lose to the Cardinals? Like, that's so bad. And then we started discussing, like, are the Eagles going to even start or play anybody, you know, uh, uh, for, uh, you know, the game against the Giants? And it turns out, yeah, they did. They sat uh, Swift. The other Swift t- took a seat. But outside of that, they started well, A.J. Brown. They started uh, uh, Jalen Hurts. That defense started. Everybody on offense. Like, that was that was the Eagles' starting lineup. Swift and, probably would have started, but he, he was uh, he was inactive because he had an illness. Okay, so he was shitting himself. Yeah. I get it. I understand that. We've all been there. You know. And, and Devontae like, Smith was out. New Year's, he probably did a little party last week. It's like, oh, uh, you know, I get it. But Jimbo, with your starters, and it was twenty-four nothing. 
Yeah. Now, granted, I'm a Giants fan, so I was ecstatic. I was like going nuts. I was like, oh my God, this is great. But as, as I took a step back, looked at it as an analyst and was sitting there with uh, with uh, my wife Jackie and was just like what is what is wrong with the Eagles yeah there's something wrong with your team Jimbo well and now we're in the playoffs they're going up against Tampa Bay who is not looking great going into the playoffs either they struggle <laughs> against uh, uh, Carolina who went scoreless for the last eight quarters of the season they they got beat by the saints the previous week uh you know so not exactly building a lot of confidence there in tampa bay but yeah these are the eagles well i mean maybe chad ochocinco is onto something though did you see what he said i did not enlighten me jimbo he 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 did a video or whatever he goes he he is absolutely positively not worried about the eagles they are 100 playing possum they're gonna blow out everybody in the playoffs you're telling me they play possum for for eight, 18 straight weeks? I thought I put it on silent. Hey, listen, you know we we all we all have those we all have those moments. Just like Ocho, just like Ocho Cinco was just Eagles. calling me. <laughs> just like your Philadelphia Eagles, you're unprepared. You're unprepared. <laughs> um, no, I I agree with your your assessment of that, which is um. So they just decided to let the 49ers, the Cowboys, the Seahawks, the Cardinals, and the Giants beat them just to lull everybody into a <laughs> sense of full security? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it, uh, this all started going bad after that Niners blowout. When the Niners blew them out, Yeah. and you had Nick Bosa go out there and say, oh, we just, we 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 knew what to do. We, we, we once we saw what we saw, like we were, we were, we knew what plays were coming. Yeah, and all everybody else followed that, and you saw what happened. The Cowboys blew them out. The Seahawks beat them with Drew, freaking lock. Yeah, the Giants almost beat them after a bad first half by uh, 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 Tommy DeVito, and not that much better one from Tyrod Taylor. And then you lose to the Cardinals. Yeah. Who I think won two or three games all year. Yeah, our, I think three. I might have been four. That might when, have been when, they, when they beat us, it was the third one, third win. So you have that, and then you lose to the Giants when you got blown out in the first half when you were playing your starters. It was twenty-four nothing. Yeah, with your starters, you played better when you put in the scrubs. Yeah, <laughs> and then on top of it, AJ Brown gets hurt. Jalen Hurts dislocates his middle finger, which looked terrible. That looked that looked nasty. That looked fucking gnarly, man. So I mean, like almost everything that could go wrong has gone wrong in Philadelphia, and I, like I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the coordinators. I know I know. Apparently, Nick Sirianni is not loved in the city anymore. He went from being yeah. darling. He went from being Mr. Manures and Flower, you know, joke guy, to, hey, brought us to the Super Bowl, so we're all dogs, we got that dog mentality, and we're all grown from his manure, to now back to being, oh, this, this guy's a jerk-off. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. Well, we're, uh, we're, 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 what are we doing? So, uh, I, I, I truly am. I'll, I'll tell again, you this. I'm a Giants fan, so I don't have much of a of a leg to stand on outside of the fact that we beat the ever loving shit out of you guys last week. Yeah. Which 
but but to me that just brings up more questions about you guys like how like well i, I don't think it brings up any more questions it's it's the same questions and it's going to revolve around seriani i really truly think he's lost that locker room and if he i'm telling you i will not be surprised if 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 we lose against Tampa Bay, no matter if it's a blowout or a three-point game, if we lose, Seriani will be gone. That whole coaching staff. If the Eagles are one and done, I wouldn't. I, just because I really think I he lost I a lot. I wouldn't get rid of Seriani if you guys are one. If, if you talk, if, if I was a general manager, yeah, I would not get rid of Nick Seriani even if you won and done. I would a thousand percent get new coordinators. Oh, that that has to happen. Thousand percent say, listen, this next season. Is a make or break season for you, just to let you know. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it but, would definitely have to be. But I wouldn't get rid of. How he might though. But here's the only reason why I would say they would have to get rid of him is because if if he really truly lost the locker room, how do you come back from that? Like, look at what happened with uh, the Saints down this past week. What is this? What is this like? Where is this coming from? That he lost the locker room? Who you could just who is showing that they're not okay? Okay, so AJ Brown finally sat down with the media to explain why he's been not want to talk this and that, and he said the the the, the one main thing that really stuck out to me that screams to me that they lost the locker room is pl- basically the players went rogue on most of these plays. They just did whatever they wanted, so they aren't doing like the the routes or the blocking schemes or whatever it would be whatever that play is called for they're not doing it they're doing what they want not what the coach wants and Jalen Hurts coming out I think it was Jalen Hurts who's who, uh, who was the one that said that we need to start believing in our coaches like everything just says he has so is that is that bad coaches or is that diva receivers like I don't know how to take that well, tell you the truth. I, I think it's I think it's the coaches because in the other thing too, uh, I believe Ike Reese on the the post game uh, brought up Nick Sirianni is supposed to be able to, you know, reel in the locker room when these emotions are flying around and, and um, you know he's supposed to be like this genius of a play caller and this and, that, and he doesn't he doesn't do the play calls. The OC does that now. Um, if in fact he lost the locker room, he can't real you know they're not gonna listen to him no matter what he says, you know like why do we have him around? Like what is his purpose as a coach right now? There there, there is none, you know. And but again, I'm not gonna sit there and say like that's and we, on Sirianni again. I think that I think listen. <laughs> I think the how do you go from one year. You know, taking your team to the Super Bowl and everybody believing in you to the next year. Now everybody's saying, uh, "No, nah, screw this coach. He doesn't know what he's doing." Like that. Well, that strikes me as just. I mean, you look at the coordinators he had last year. Yes, I was a big fire, uh, Jonathan Gannon. And and well, he came into your house and stuffed it down your throat. So yeah, um, so we had good coordinators last year on both sides of the ball. We were blowing people out. So that bar was set up here going into the season when it was an easy schedule. I'll admit, we were, what, the, the bomb five of easiest schedules last year? So the bar was set up here coming into the fifth hardest schedule of this year. And when you set the bar here, okay, you, you better blow out even the hard teams by 30, 40 points, whatever our, our 
point differential was last year. And it just hasn't happened. It hasn't even come close. I, I think I look back on the, the, the schedule and we had three, three wins that we were in double-digit points. And that was only a 10-point win and an 11-point win. You know, so it wasn't no 25. No, but like I told you earlier in the year when you were just calling me a hater when I, when I, when I was doing my rankings before, you know, uh, the show kind of went to shit there for a little bit. Yeah. Um, you were just calling me a hater. Like, the, the Eagles were barely eking out wins against the Patriots. Yeah. Against the Dolphins. Losing to the Jets. Yeah. Um, you know, and and as we've seen with a lot of these teams, you know, not that great. And again, should have lost to the Bills outside of some bad calls uh, uh, in the end of regulation and overtime. Yeah. Uh, should have lost to the Chiefs. Again, we can question whatever. Uh, I mean, every, like every game you could question calls. Too, too close to Colt. You know, like, when you look at a lot of these games, the Eagles, for being 11-6, and six, could very easily right now be 9-8 and eight or 8-9. Eight and nine. Oh, yeah. If, you know, a player taps his foot, his second foot down, or if the referee throws a flag where it should be thrown, or if somebody catches a pass that hits him in the hands and should catch it. You know, uh, it, also, like the, the Eagles got a ton of lucky breaks this year to even get to where they were. And that's it. They were, they were 10 and one. Yeah. They were a 10 and one team. And since they were 10 and one, they won one game yep. against the giants which came right down to the end again. Yeah. In which there could have been a call in the end zone. Again, I personally, they're never going to call that. So like I, people who were screaming for that, I was like, even on the, like, I get it was egregious, but it was the last play throwing it up. They're never going to call it. You could, you could stab somebody in the end zone. They're yeah. not going to call it on yeah. the last play. I understand. That. But even still, like, that's your only win in the last six weeks. You went one in five in the last six weeks. You didn't win a game all December. Yeah. And now you're going into the playoffs and looking at it, it might actually be a good thing that you didn't win a division. Yeah. Because if you had the Packers coming in, I think it's a lock the Packers win. Well, not even just that. Uh, Chris Long tweeted out or X'd out. I don't know what the phrase is now for X, but... Um, I just think... Tweet. I'm, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm an old curmudgeon. I'm going to stay with, with tweet. tweet. <laughs> that's what it is. I don't care. I, I get it, Elon. I get it. I get what you're doing. I get what you're saying. But nobody's going to call it a post. Nobody's going to call it, you know, putting out an X. Like, sure, <laughs> where it's on X, but I'm still going to put a tweet out on X. It's. I'm sorry. It's still a yeah. tweet. Sorry. But he, it's in my brain. I'm too old to change. <laughs> he tweeted out, if there was a scenario for the Eagles to happen that is best for them is the fact that they have to go down Tampa Bay. Because if they were in Philly as the home team and the first offensive uh, drive that they would have and they go three and out, I'm at booze. So he, he thinks there's less stress on the Eagles to go to Tampa Bay compared to if they were at home. 
And that makes makes sense. I mean, yeah, there's still going to be Eagle players down there or Eagle fans down there. But I think there's going to be a lot of Eagles fans down there. I think there's going to be. I could see be fifty fifty. They're going to be noticeable. So I think if you start off that same way, you're going to hear a lot of boos. I don't. I, uh, I think it's different though if you're at the link. At the link, you're you're almost guaranteed ninety percent Eagles fans. I could see it being fifty fifty down no, there. No, a thousand percent. No, the, the Philadelphia has cultivated this image of itself to. Uh, get home ice, home field, home court advantage. Yeah. No matter what, you yeah. know, uh, you know, like uh, people are literally afraid. Oh, if I go to Philadelphia and wear another team shirt, I'm going to die. Yeah. So it becomes a thing. Um, but Philadelphia fans, especially when Philly's good, they they travel well. There's there's a lot of people, uh, uh, snowbirds from Philly who are down in Florida. Probably at the moment, you know, the same as New York. You get a lot of people from New York down there. You get a lot of people from Philadelphia down and go down to Florida for the winter. Uh, so they'll they'll show up. They'll be there, and they will they they will be loud. Yeah. Um, to your extent, I get. I, yes, it will not be the same as doing at the link. Uh, but if if I'm an Eagles player and the Eagles do not start well, they're gonna feel that from Philadelphia all the way down there, Tim. Yeah. It's gonna trans. It's gonna transmit straight down there. They're gonna feel that burning hatred coming from the city of brotherly love. They're gonna be like uh, Jeff Goldblum from uh, Jurassic Park, looking at the little water. To, it's 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 gonna like here's like they can't start bad. No, they cannot do it because it will be. Uh, It'll be curtains, and the thing is, if if you get, if, and it's just asking a lot, if you, you let Baker get hot, yeah, if him and Mike Evans start hitting it, and against that Eagles defense, that might happen. <laughs> uh, and now you're the Eagles, and you have to play from seven, ten, fourteen behind. And see, that's why that's I think get bad. that's why I think that first drive. First off, you know, hopefully you win the coin toss. You take the ball. You receive the ball. Don't worry about the second half. Receive the ball. I, I want to see a Michigan, Penn State, how Michigan ran was 37 straight times. I want just run, run, run with uh, DeAndre Swift. Hopefully he's done shitting himself and stuff like that. Boston Scott. Um, Gainwell, he looked good. Missed a couple blitz pickups this past game. But um, run it. Get that offensive line going. And tired that defense out. And that the last time the offense was good was actually probably Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay game earlier this year when DeAndre Swift had 100 yards rushing. They got to get that running game going. And for, and when I say that, I don't mean quarterback draws. I mean legit running backs. You get in the ball and run it. Not just Jalen Hurts. If Tampa Bay gets a lead, though, that's why I'm hoping that they would take it first and go that's, right down. That's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, and that's the other thing too. Then you have to see, like, let's say Philadelphia wins the coin toss. Most everybody will defer, probably, and they'll probably defer if Tampa Bay gets the ball first, and they go down and score. It's over. On that first drive. Now, if you're Philadelphia, if you're Sirianni, <laughs> if you have this idea, like you're trying to say, like, and, and we don't know what their game plan is, and we don't know. If they're going to go out and say, ah, sling it, or if they're going to try to do a run game, we don't know. Yeah. But again, you've already heard 
AJ Brown bitching that he's not getting the ball enough. Your offensive coordinator and Sirianni saying we got to get the ball to him more. And do, so there's there's already this sense of like it, it feels like you're going to force passes. And that's so that's worrisome. If that's going to be what you guys do, and basically forsake the run to make AJ Brown happy, and Tampa Bay gets out to a good start. Let's say Tampa Bay again gets a touchdown, or even gets a field goal. Like yeah. you know, like that's. I, I, I'm I'm not saying it'll be over after the first drive, but you're gonna have to see how the Eagles respond. Well, yeah. I mean, if we if first off, if the defense holds them to a field goal on their first drive, that's a, a huge win for a defense. Because I mean, we saw what the Giants did, and I think with Sidney Brown. Uh, our safety that blew his knee out in the, in the Giants game, that's going to be big. That's going to be a big loss, and it's going to show. The only way this defense will be successful is if that front line somehow figures out, channels that inner 2022 off, uh, defensive line that they were last that year. Going to have that door open <laughs> Yeah, and, and get after Baker because we have, we have young cornerbacks back there. And Baker starts cooking. Yeah, like, here's the thing. And Baker's not a young quarterback anymore. Baker oh. is seasoned. He is seasoned, like a fine gumbo. Yeah. Uh, if he gets, if, if if you start letting Baker cook, like, like I said, if if him and Mike Evans start getting a rhythm, again, we saw them with the division on the line get three field goals in Carolina. So that idea is, could they? Sure. Will they? No fucking idea. Who yeah. Knows? But. The possibility is there. We've seen it this season where Baker and, and and Evans have gone on fire in a game, and Baker has played well in a game, and that Tampa Bay offense plays well in a game. Will that happen? I don't know. Yeah. Now, again, the last two games where they didn't look good was in New Orleans in, in the Superdome and in Carolina. Granted, there's no excuse for not looking good against Carolina. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Yeah, you won a division. Yeah, okay. But you won a division because you basically tripped into it. Yeah. Um, you have to perform better than you did in Carolina, or the Eagles will win this game. Yeah. If I'm Tampa Bay, you have to look at it that way. Like, we have to perform. And Baker can do that. We've seen him do that. Will it happen now? I don't know. But all of a sudden, man, that's... It's 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 nerve wracking. If I'm an Eagles fan, yeah, like this is. I'm not going into these playoffs with a ton of confidence. No, I, I'm not either. Um, you know, after listening to AJ Brown's media scrum last week, I thought, okay, but I, I think I even messaged you about it. I said, you know, I, I feel a little bit better about the offense. Still, still not worried. Still a little worried about the defense. And watching that game. Like, I don't understand why our defense, well, I guess Matt Patricia calling the calls. Why are you putting Hassan Riddick and Brandon Graham, who's, I love him, but 555 years old, in coverage? They are your two best pass rushers, and you have them in coverage. Or you have them down in a three-point stand. Have them freaking stand and just come off the edges. That's where Hassan Riddick makes his money, not in pass coverage and, and things like that. That's why this, this defense... I'm just not confident at all. 
even if we pull out 50 points uh, a game in the playoffs and get to the Super Bowl, i just not confident in this defense. Well, to get to the Super Bowl, you have to going to go through either Dallas or San Francisco. <laughs> that's not. I, I'm not sold on Dallas just yet. I, I, until Dallas can win a playoff game, like, granted, they won one last year, but I'm still not convinced Listen, that curse is I, over. I would worry more about the Cowboys playing the Packers than I would the Cowboys playing the Eagles right now. I would. I'm sorry. And if if what happened, like let's say what happens, uh, uh, like like you were saying, if the Eagles lose, if they're one and done in the playoffs, and the Eagles decide to get rid of Sirianni, that's going to be the ace head coaching position. Yeah, that'll be open so far in the NFL because there's been a ton of these coaching changes already happening. Now, some of them we kind of knew were coming. Uh, there were some that were already open uh, during the season, and just. Even just today, as we were recording, yeah. uh, massive news has come out about what's going on. Uh, and I just had the SPN on. I thought something else happened. That's why I looked over real quick. Uh, 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 openings now. But again, just a, a little over uh, an hour or two ago, uh, learned that Pete Carroll not coming back to the Seahawks. Uh, apparently, he's going to stay in the organization as a advisor. Okay. But I don't know what that means. And, and that seems weird because everybody who knows Pete Carroll says he still wants to coach. Yeah, he he's told everybody after the season that he was still going to coach. Uh, there was all of that, so I don't. I, I like that's why it came out as a surprise. Like that that doesn't seem right. Then the day before, we have Mike Vrabel getting fired from Tennessee, which not the first stupid move that Tennessee Titans have done over <laughs> yeah. the last couple of years. So, I mean, we were just talking about your boy AJ Brown. They traded him to the Eagles. What was that two years ago? Yeah, uh, and then he went down. <laughs> The Titans came to Philadelphia, and the Eagles absolutely smashed them, which caused <laughs> the Titans to fire their general manager. Yeah, uh, you know, so and rightfully so in that case because that was the stupid move. So, I, I, I and there's still possibly are, there's still possibly two more vacancies to to be figured out yet. The Patriots and possibly the Steelers. There, well, we'll see. I, I again, we'll see what the Steelers do, but that's starting to look more like if Tomlin wants to leave. Yeah. Than if the Steelers would get rid of, them. yeah, uh, you know, and with the Belichick stuff, who knows uh, what he and Kraft say? Like a lot of people are saying, the signs pointing to him going, but there's a lot of signs now saying that, like maybe not just yet, maybe, maybe pause, see if you know. So Bill's been using a little bit of language now that seems like, oh, like you know, he'll he'll be amenable to somebody else being a general manager, them running that part, and he just coaches or does something like that, or or anything like that, or. Maybe he goes to Washington, where they let go of Ron Rivera mercifully. Yeah, because uh, he seemed just—he seemed like a beaten, broken man. Talk about and, uh, talk about a coach that just got the shit beat out of him every year for oh, was it five years, six years, something like that? And I can understand it. I can understand Ron how Ron Rivera kind of was. Yeah. After this, like I'm surprised that that they didn't change him last year. But again, with the ownership influx, I guess. You know, Dan Snyder didn't do it, and then when Josh ha Josh Harris finally got the team, like they didn't want to do anything right off the bat, yeah, like that. You know, being that it was kind of already close to the season or anything like that. So, um, <coughs> but, I mean, you saw last year where he was just like, "Oh, oh, we were we were still alive for the playoffs," so I didn't know. Yeah, he just start, just I like backups because I I figured we were done, so we were just doing it like uh, he's. 
he has been mentally checked out of that Washington football team of Redskin commander's job for probably two to three years. Yeah. And I don't think there's a person on this earth that'll blame him for having to deal with that absolute shit show that Dan Snyder had going on there. So, yeah. uh, but I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of talk about that's where Belichick could end up. Uh, and also out at the Chargers job, which is also apparently where that's a big place where uh, Harbaugh might go if he decides to jump into the NFL. So you have to. Well, that's what. Let's look at the jobs that are open because right now I think I, I had uh, I had said it before <coughs> of, of, of what jobs are open now. We know the Tennessee job surprisingly is open, uh, and then just today the Seahawks Seattle. job now surprisingly open. Although apparently that is. That's Dan Quinn's job if he wants it. That's what I hearing. yeah. That's what I saw before we start recording. Uh, so you have the Seahawks job that's open. You have the Tennessee Titans job that's open. You have the Carolina Panthers job that's open, which they're not going to get anybody worth anything to want to take that job. Yeah, because Tepper is Dan Snyder two point Yeah, he he's a loose cannon. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a that's going to be a hard place to fill. Uh, we talked about the Washington Football Team, the Redskins Commanders. They're open. Uh, the San Diego, Los Angeles Chargers of Anaheim. They're open. Uh, the <laughs> Las like Vegas Raiders technically is open still because he's, you know, Antonio Pierce is just an interim. Uh, now they're they're uh, they still have to abide by the Rooney Rule, so they still have to interview at least two candidates of color, uh, and plus anybody else that they would want to before they could hire Antonio Pierce just to take the interim tag off. Yeah, uh, weird rules and bylaws why why they still have those i mean that's an argument for a different day yeah uh and probably one of the funniest ones was the the atlanta falcons job is open and arthur blank waited until 1201 <laughs> to have it be officially black monday to go ahead and fire arthur smith with a job hey Richard, stay by your phone just arthur listen i'll do i'm gonna do like the end of year meeting and go there we'll get there we'll get there just here, I got some stuff to do. Stay by your phone. I'll call you and let you know what we're, what we're going to do. Okay. You got to figure Arthur Smith is just sitting there just like, man, it's getting late. When is, when is Mr. Blank going to call? And, you know, I don't know. It's, getting, it's almost midnight now. What's going to happen? It's 12.01. Ding. <laughs> oh, yes. Hi. Uh, yeah, clean out your shit. You're fine. Get, get out of my building. And, and, 79, 79, 79. Get out. Or 79. No, seven and nine. Yeah, seven and ten. Seven and ten. I'm sorry. Yeah. Seven and ten. I'm still thinking of the old sixteen game schedule. And, uh, and I, the... I hate odd numbers. Either make it sixteen <laughs> again or make it eighteen. Do one or the other. This seventeen game bullshit is bullshit. And, and the funniest part about Arthur Smith is the last thing he's going to be known for. That's some bullshit. Some bullshit. It's goddamn mind. I'm Dennis Allen. <laughs> who didn't even call it? Yeah. And that, uh, that's yeah, another one. James, James Winston is. He's a character. <laughs> Something I mean, listen, the man is between doing that and eating W's and like that's like Yeah, DA DA called to play in and uh you know, we respect him and took a player's vote and said, Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, well, we wanted to get uh, we wanted to get Jamal the touchdown. He didn't have one all year, so uh and here's the thing. I I wouldn't have a problem with it. If it wasn't victory formation, exactly. Victory formation is 
it's done, guys. We're taking a knee. You don't have to do anything. Don't worry about it. Don't, yeah. don't stress. So to do that out of victory formation, that's bull. If you lined up, you could still make the argument like, oh, that's bullshit. Or, oh, is it? But at least there you still give the defense a chance to be like, oh, all right. Yeah. That's you then. You know, and, and get one last lick in or do something like that. And, you know, maybe somebody gets a late hit in because they feel it's a bullshit call or yeah. whatever. But doing that out of victory formation was cheap, and and like th- then his trying to explain it was just again as with anything with Jameis Winston, it's fucking bizarre. Yeah, it, like, it doesn't make him look just good. A weird cat, man. Like, yeah. it's just a weird dude. That whole explanation uh, doesn't make any of them look good, like Dennis Allen or or Jameis or those players. And then you have Dennis Allen like a cuck coming exactly. out and or just. I just want to say and apologize to Arthur Smith and Atlanta Falcons. That's that's not the kind of team that we are. It's like, dude, like you could just tell that dude stands in a closet and watches his wife get banged by other people. Like that's just that's off. Like, dude, have some balls. Yeah. Have some nuts and just be like, listen, uh, uh, it's it's uh, listen. That's not the play I called in. The, the the players felt differently. They wanted to do something for their teammate. You know, uh, that's something we'll handle internally. But, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. And you move on from there. Yeah. But he was straight up just, dude, like, I, I, I don't know how he's not fired. That, that's what I mean. I mean, that, New Orleans, I, I, you have to let that guy go. Yeah, because, again, just like Seriani, how I believe that Seriani has lost that locker room, he obviously. You want to talk about a lost locker room. That's, the, again, the Eagles is not a lost locker room, at least in my opinion, yet. Yeah. That Saints locker room. They're gone. Nobody listened to him. Nobody respected him. And then especially after that press conference of, oh, I just want to start out and say that I'm so sorry and apologize to Arthur Smith and to the NFL. This was this is totally unacceptable. This is not the way that we want to conduct. Get, get out. Yeah. Get out. Get the fuck out of my building. No, absolutely not. Whether, whether that's the way you feel, whether that's anything like that, like, not only did your players just make you look like a cuck, then you come out and you say the most cuckish shit in the history <laughs> of cuckdom. Like, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I I, 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 I I, don't mean to be vulgar. I don't mean to be inappropriate here. But this guy is a cuck. Yeah. This guy lets his wife probably cheat on him all the time while he watches through a camera because he's just that kind of guy. He's just... Uh, I'm all weak and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to get in the way. I'm sorry, honey. You know me. I apologize. Like, if he makes a noise in the closet, he probably apologizes to the guy banging his wife. I'm sorry. That's not the kind of guy I am. I know I kind of disrupted your rhythm while you were pounding my wife into oblivion. I really do apologize. Sorry. That's that's not how we conduct business here. Like, I'm sorry. The guy's. You, if you're the Saints, you have to get rid of this guy. Yeah. You have to. And. and- John Gruden is supposedly some, somewhat linked to them too, because of Derek Carr. That will never happen. Why? It will not. With with the fact that he's got this well billion if, dollar lawsuit against the NFL still going on. If if they were to the kiss and make up, him, that's the only way. And uh, the uh, <coughs> the, uh, the uh, emails about what was said and yeah. the language used and the vulgarities and the slurs and the insults and the da 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 da. There, there, like, there's a better chance of Washington going back to the Redskins than John Gruden getting a job in the NFL. It is not going to happen. It, never say never. You never know. No. 
I won't say never on the Redskins. <laughs> I will say never to John Gruden. Like I said, I think there's a better chance that the Redskins name comes back more than John Gruden comes back in the NFL. It's just, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'm sorry. I'm sure there's people out there who love John Gruden. I think that he is a very smart and bright mind uh, when it comes to football. That second stint with the Raiders didn't really work out that well. Uh, you know, and and so I don't know if he's really a head coaching answer. In 2023, 2024, I get you. Keep up getting it's 2024. <laughs> I don't know if he's a head coaching answer, uh, uh, in 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 this current year, since I can't remember what year it is. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I don't see that. Yeah. But you can't keep Dennis out. No. He needs to. He needs to. And that's a team that you, you don't have to go after a Harbaugh or a Bill Belichick. You could go after one of these younger uh, coordinators, whether you want to go offense or defense. Like, I think that's, so. That's still a good team if you get the the right either offense coordinator or defense coordinator so. to be, be again, a head coach. I think, I, like, I think Derek Carr is still a very good quarterback. Yeah, I do. Uh, I I think he's with a bad coach mm -hmm. in a bad system. Uh, but Derek Carr is a good quarterback. I think if Derek Carr here's here's what I'll say: if Derek Carr is still on the Raiders this year, the Raiders make the playoffs. Yeah, I huh. think I think that a thousand percent. Yep. And the fact that Josh McDaniels chased him out of Vegas again. I, I, well, as we know, Josh McDaniels did a lot of dumbass shit. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's another big one. I think if Derek Carr is still in Vegas, the Raiders are in the playoffs. Uh, after firing Josh McDaniels, clearly. yeah. Uh, and listen, uh, Antonio Pierce needs to be that coach. Herman. You don't want him and as a. He's got to do the Rooney Rule interviews for for you know again because he's already on the staff. He doesn't count apparently as a black man. Which so. I, I don't understand that. I don't know how that works out, but sorry, Antonio, you're not black, <laughs> according to the NFL. Uh, so you don't want him as your defense coordinator? I would love Antonio Pierce to be my defensive coordinator. That, that's what I'm worried about. I'm, uh, at one one point, I'm like, sweet, Dan Quinn's leaving. All right. Antonio Pierce is, is high on Giants. I think if you – I think if, if you're Mark Davis and you don't hire him as your head coach, I think somebody else will. Yeah. I think either Atlanta will – New Orleans will, you know, because uh, I, I seriously think Dennis Allen's got to be gone. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe Washington if they don't get Belichick. Uh, and you know what? I, I don't know if you'd want to go to Carolina. I don't know if you'd want to go to Carolina. I don't know anybody that wants to go to Carolina. Um, but I, I, I don't know if beggars can be choosers at that point. Yeah. Uh, maybe the Chargers. He's from L.A. I know he's a, he's a Raider through and through. He grew up as a Raider fan uh, uh, down there in L.A. Um but maybe he takes the Chargers job. Maybe mm -hmm. like, again, like, I don't. I think if Antonio Pierce doesn't get the head coaching job in Vegas, I don't think he becomes a defensive coordinator somewhere else. I think someone's going to pick him up as a head coach. And, and you know what? Like JJ Watt made a, made a good point, and, and maybe Watt didn't understand about the whole Rooney Rule. Like he he was saying how how is he not hired yet? Obviously, he's got the uh, Raiders got to do a couple more interviews to make it. Legal, I guess. Within the, uh, the, the however you want to word it. And, and again, that's stupid. But but we'll go, the, the, the know, fact that you have the fans that want them, the players want them. If you, yeah, well, I want them. 
everybody associated with the Raiders, from the old school Raiders yeah. to current Raiders to the Raiders fans. Like when you got Charles Woodson hanging out in the locker room, when you have these these old school guys who who want this man to represent the Raiders, because let's face facts, Antonio Pierce is everything the Raiders are about. Yeah. He exudes Raiders. And look what he did with this team that was, again, a mess. And I go back to, like, again, everybody's making the comparisons to Basaccia, but that's the same thing. Yeah. Basaccia took a team that was in absolute turmoil, had an absolute devastating tragedy that happened, and then had another guy because he was on Instagram Live saying he was going to kill people with a gun. They had to cut him, and he was just, like, there were all these other things that were going on with the Raiders. At, at that time, when when John Gruden got let go, yeah, and then Basaccia takes that team and gets them to the playoffs, and then almost wins a playoff game with them, yeah. And then they let him go because uh, uh, Mark Davis wanted to get the shiny toy of, of Josh McDaniels, yeah, who, after what he did to the Colts, should have never been on anybody's radar. For you know, going to the Colts, going to Ursay, going to his house, saying, "Yeah, no, we got the deal," and then on the flight back. After they put out a press release, they got everything set, ready to go, and then he says, "Oh no, I'm not going to." Yeah, I would have ne- like he'd never get another shot. He should have blackballed. And he has a he has a press conference saying, "I've learned my mistakes from the past, from when I was the head coach in uh, Denver, and uh, you know I was maybe too egoistic and too arrogant about myself and all this stuff, and I'm definitely a changed person, and I know." And then he goes. The exact same thing that he did in Denver, <laughs> he does in Vegas. Yeah. And surprise, surprise, same result. Yeah. And we, and people are surprised by this. And still, you have people out there like Michael Lombardi sucking his ass. And they go, Josh McDaniels, I think it's a, he's a, he's a fantastic guy. Things don't work out there. I don't like Derek. Like, like, that's the one thing I hate about uh, uh, Mike Lombardi, and you see him on, on McAfee a bunch, and you see him on another couple other things. Uh, and, and people put a lot of stock into what he says. But when when you dig a little deeper and you see how he's acted towards, like, former Patriots and people connected to the Patriots and, the, and Belichick's tree and stuff like that to the point of ruining franchises and, and ruining players – to, to help his guy. Like, a lot of the stuff that came out about Derek Carr either not being good or, or being bad or people came from Michael Lombardi. Yeah. And, I mean, there's a couple of videos I'll link to. Uh, maybe I'll put them in the description here below. And you can go take a watch on them. Like, I took a couple of watches of them. And, it, and, it, and it's, wait, however you feel about the situation, like, facts are what they are. Yeah. What people say is what they say. It's not misinterpreting. It's not anything like that. These are the things that are said. Uh, and and so I put a lot of that on Michael Lombardi. And the fact that Josh McDaniels kept on getting a, a, another chance and how people were talking about him and, and what happened to uh, uh, Derek Carr in Vegas, I put squarely on Lombardi and, and Josh McDaniels. And Lombardi working basically for Josh McDaniels to kind of ruin this guy yeah. in, in the Vegas eyes and to get him out of there. Um, so, uh, uh, 
if, if I'm somebody, in the, if I'm a GM in the NFL, I don't, like, listen, let Josh McDaniels stay up in New England. If he wants to be a coordinator, wants to be a ball boy, wants to be an advisor, if he wants to, whatever he wants to do, keep his ass the fuck up there <laughs> and keep him away from the rest of the NFL. Yeah. Because that guy doesn't deserve to sniff another head coaching job as, as long as he's in the league at all. And I think we've seen enough of him. I think people have seen enough of him. We've heard enough about him. Like, the evidence is bare. Like, you, you, we, we have everything you have to see. Not only the two head coaching stops, but the shit that he pulled with the Colts. We, we see all that. It's yeah. all there. It's all obvious. It's all out in the open. There's no reason to be like, oh, I, we, we think he can still be a good coach. We're going to give him a shot. No, there's no reason to give this guy another shot yeah. by anybody. The only place that I can actually see him getting another shot would be Carolina. Because <laughs> that would be the only place to do it. Because Tepper's an asshole. So, of course, he would hire an asshole. And, I, you know, nobody else would want to take the job in Carolina. Yeah. So that might be the only place that he would go. And even then, maybe Tepper doesn't hire him. Because even Tepper, as much of an asshole as he is, wouldn't hire him because he's that much more of an asshole. So he doesn't want to be assholed out. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm king asshole, not this guy. <laughs> screw him. So that, the long and short of it is, screw Josh McDaniels and super screw Michael Lombardi. He, you fat piece of shit. Before we move, before, strong. before we move that on to a, 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 a different. Uh, fuck you, Michael Lombardi. <laughs> Who do you hate more, Michael Lombardi or Chris Sims? Michael Lombardi, and I'll tell you why. Oh, boy. Wow. Right, here we go. I'll tell you why. Buckle in, because boys. Chris Sims, Chris Sims says dumb shit. And I say dumb shit, too. You say dumb shit. We yeah. all say dumb shit. Yeah. You know, we're, we're just, we're, we're from, you know, and, and I poke fun at Chris Sims because I played football against him once uh, in high school. Uh, and, you know, he's the boy with the, the silver spoon in his mouth and all this other stuff. And he says, Let's be fair, he does say some off-the-wall goddamn shit. Yeah. But the things he says doesn't ruin careers and doesn't alter or change people's lives. What Michael Lombardi does is, like, in, in, in getting places to continue to hire, like a Josh McDaniels, to give him a, you know, a, oh, yeah, no, if I, if I was you, if you asked me for my opinion, I think Josh McDaniels is good, and da 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 by hire, getting people to hire him hurts people's careers, shortens people's careers, whether it's in the general manager's office or the front office, whether it's on the field as a player. And again, the other shit he says about players like Derek Carr, like, again, look at what Derek Carr, what happened to Derek Carr. He got driven out of Vegas. Yeah. Because Josh McDaniels didn't like him. So then Lombardi works on setting a narrative that, oh, well, Derek Carr is difficult to work with. Derek Carr doesn't know what he's doing. Derek Carr is not that good of a quarterback. Derek Carr is da-da-da-da-da. When, let's all be honest, if Derek Carr is in Vegas this year, they make the playoffs once yeah. they got rid of Josh McDaniels. Yeah. So that's why I don't like Michael Lombardi a lot more than I don't like Chris Sims. Because Chris Sims, like us, says dumb shit, but it doesn't have an impact on people's lives. It just the only impact is people watching them say, "Hey, that's fucking stupid." Like people watching <laughs> us, people watch us and say, "They're fucking stupid," and we are. Don't get us wrong. Yeah. I understand it. Uh, 
But what Michael Lombardi does actually hurts people. It okay. hurts people. It hurts people's lives. It hurts people's livelihoods. It puts people's careers at stake. It puts people's careers on the line. And it's it, it, it's it's of a, a higher level of scumbaggery. And, and that's where I'll leave it. And again, I know, like you know, people like to, you know, people like going to him. I know he has his own podcast. I know he goes on Pat McAfee, and him and Pat McAfee like each other, or whatever. I don't know if he's one of the paid people that Pat has on there or not. Yeah. Uh, but you know, all I know is he's a scumbag. And so, like I said, like when I see him come on Pat and I hear him start talking and spewing shit, I just click. I just click. Like I heard him talking shit on, you know, like like trying to put down the Michael Penix Jr. Click. I'm not. I'm not going to listen to it. That dude's opinion means less than piss to me because he's been wrong more than he's ever been right. Well, that's why he hasn't. And people will say, "Well, he's got rings from New England." No, Tom Brady and Bill Belichick yeah. have rings from New England. <laughs> Michael Lombardi dick rode to get some rings. That's yeah. all he did. And you know how I know that? Because if you listen to him and you listen to the shit that he says, especially about Josh McDaniels and especially about Derek Carr, you quickly find out that that fat wop doesn't know shit. <laughs> the end. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I know I'm going to have to apologize to my Italian-American friends. I was going to say. vulgar language. <laughs> and I do. Again, I'm, I'm married to an Italian-American woman. She's very lovely. Uh, so I, 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 I'm sorry. But, but if there's somebody who deserves... To have a slur used against them, Michael Lombardi. Hopefully, like no Italian late night show comes after us now. I don't know. I don't think Jimmy Kimmel's Italian, so we're fine. <laughs> fuck him. So, <laughs> um, so, uh, so now we've covered that. <laughs> uh, man, I did not expect to go off on a Michael Lombardi. That I'm going to tell you what. That was perfect. That is a thousand percent organic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did not expect to go off on a Michael Lombardi rant. I'm sitting here talking about open coaching position, <laughs> talking about the NFL. We're going to go into the picks now for this weekend. Well, no, no, we, we still have a, a championship game to talk about. If you want, if you want to talk about the national oh, championship, yeah, yeah, I forgot the because I, before we got all this. But anyway, like I said, yeah. we still have. Like I'm figuring, we're just going to do all this stuff, and then the the, the 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 talking about the Raiders, and then talking about Derek Carr, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, Michael Lombardi, he's a piece <laughs> of shit. And then it just blew up in my mind. So, and, like, I was uh, going to keep driving us to the championship game, but I was like, oh, red light, looked at you. Eh, let's put it back uh, in reverse. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, the championship game. Hail to the victors, Valiant. Honestly, you know, I don't like Michigan. I really, no, we're Notre Dame fans, so fuck Michigan. But, but congratulations. congratulations hey, go ahead, the, take, take the, the title away from them and everything, but everybody's seen it. Michael Penix felt it. <laughs> Poor guy, fucking. I like. Listen, I still like Penix. I I would still like. I wouldn't take know, him again, at six I, or eight. Whatever you are. I said before, I'm I'm good with Daniel Jones as the Giants quarterback. I really am. I know there's some people out there who don't. Uh, I I like Daniel Jones as our quarterback, but if Penix is available at six, as a Giants fan, I would not be upset if oh. we picked him up. After watching that game, like I said, if you pick him up, you have Daniel Jones play this year. And listen, if anything, follow the Packers formula. Don't start a rookie immediately. Yeah. Don't. I've always been a believer of that. Because look what happened. You went from Favre 
to Rodgers. But Rodgers sat for three years. Yeah. And then you went from Rodgers to Love. But Love sat for three years. Yep. And now look what he's doing. Like, sit your rookie quarterbacks. Sit them. Even if it's a with, you know, backing up Daniel Jones, who maybe you know, maybe not as good. Maybe let them sit. Yeah. Let them absorb the NFL. Let them get understand the speed of the game. Going from college to the NFL is such an advantage. Even for your SEC schools, it means more down here. Yes, the defenses are great down in the SEC. Yes, they're fast and they're speedy and they run NFL-style defenses. But they're not the NFL. No. And that gap between college and the NFL is still massive. Yeah. Let these kids acclimate to the game, then put them in. And you'll see the difference. Because it's very rare you get what happens like with C.J. Stroud, with uh, Joe Burrow. Yeah. Like, those are rare, special cases. Most of your cases end up being uh, uh, Bryce Young. Yeah. End up being Zach Wilson. End up being Trey Lance. Which is funny. He's the only quarterback from that draft class in the playoffs. (laughs) Justin Fields, maybe. You know, we'll we'll see. By the way, about coaching changes, the Bears come out and say that they're sticking with Eberflus. Eh. I mean, obviously, he's going to be on a hot seat early next year. He's going to have a very, very short string. So we're going to see how that goes. Yeah. Um, But uh, uh, so all that being said, Michigan beat that Phoenix to the ground, man. They that was a pounded Phoenix uh, uh, down there in Houston. He got he got absolutely pummeled, uh, and the 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 Michigan Wolverines running game was unstoppable. Yeah, why they stopped running, I don't know. That's that's what I was trying they to figure out. The Eagles there. Yeah, what was after uh, after the second touchdown was when you finally. Admit to me that it's over. Or like, oh, I possibly, think this game might be over because yeah. he went for another big-ass run. But then they stopped doing that, and Washington came back, and it was down to a, a, a touchdown game. Yeah. But like Again, the score at the end looked like a blowout. Yeah. But Washington was within striking distance the majority of that game. Yeah. So it was there. If there was, you know, if they could get a catch. Again, they, they had that one great catch that was called back because of offensive holding. You know, oh, and it was okay, always yeah. like they, they always had a dropped pass or an untimely penalty or something where it was just like, just when you think they're going to start, just when you think they're going to make that move, it it just didn't click. Yeah. And then as soon as that happens, Michigan would just go boom. And in that fourth quarter, Michigan pulled away, and you you, you see what happens. But uh, and so, can I just say too, you college players, college football players, if you're going to dump the Gatorade on your head coach. The key is not to let him see it coming. Why the hell was that player hugging Harbaugh with the Gatorade coming from behind the player? He could see it coming. Just pick him up. Turn. I think he was trying. I think he was trying to hold him in place, but Harbaugh saw it and he was able to get away. So they ended up getting him more than they got. Early. And you know what? How old is Harbaugh? Probably sixties. Fifty-five. Uh, I want to say mid to late fifties, maybe sixties. Dude moved like a cat. He he was quick moving out of the way you know, there. <laughs> you know, you want to know how I know I'm old as shit? <laughs> how? I remember watching him play football. Yeah, for the, the Colts. 
He played I mean, and the Bears too. He played for the Bears too. Yeah, he played for the Bears. But I remember watching him in the uh, what was that? The ninety. Uh, it was a nineteen ninety five AFC Championship game that was held in nineteen ninety six. Clearly, January ninety six. Yeah, where they almost beat the Steelers on the last second Hail Mary. Yeah, and that was the Super Bowl where the Steelers went and lost to the Cowboys. Uh, Super Bowl thirty. Yeah. So I remember watching that, and I was like, man. I, and now I look at him now, and he is, you know, he's he looks every bit his age. And he he looks just like his father. Yeah, his father still looks like him. Yeah. <laughs> and but, his, uh, his father's got to be, what, his 80s? Yeah. So, But he still looks, you know, like he still looks pretty good for 80-whatever he is. Yeah. But, I mean, but then, I, then again, I look at my dad, and my dad's almost 80 now. Like He's 70, he's going to be 79 soon. And... My dad could still kick the shit out of anybody that comes up on him. You know, <laughs> yeah. my dad, you think my dad was in his 50s. Yeah. For real. I, I, like, I, I seen him. Yeah, I seen him once and I was like, uh, I'll just stay in the truck here. <laughs> you know, so, uh, but again, it's, it, you stay active. You know, you yeah. stay active. my father's a truck driver. He stays active. He's tarping on tarping loads. He's doing shit like that. You know, like he's, he's moving. He's going. He's all, you know, he still has that. Uh, and so you know, he still has some of that youth to him. Yeah, you know. And so I imagine that's the same thing with the Harbaugh's. Like you know, they they hit the weight room and they run and they do shit. Like they're they're an athletic family. So, so uh, a, a, as far as um, the Wolverines, Michigan, do you think Harbaugh's gone? Do you think he's leaving? I don't know. Not as much. Not as solid as I thought. Uh, uh, maybe last week, I thought last week. Like oh, you know, I think if they win, he's gone. I'm not sure. I'm, I, I I'm think he's gone. Sure. I, I, I would still probably lean maybe if he gets the right offer. Yeah. And I think if he gets, I think, I think he would have went to the Bears if the Bears job was open. Yeah. Uh. I think he. San. I keep on wanting to say San Diego because that's where they fucking belong. Yeah. Uh, but the Chargers job is very enticing. That Chargers job is nice. Yeah, you got Herbert, you got a bunch of other weapons there. You have a pretty decent defense that you can start building around again too. Like the the Chargers job is a good job, I think. Yeah. Um, so that's enticing. I, I think outside of the Bears or the Chargers, I don't know if he'd go anywhere else in okay. the NFL. Uh, I saw somebody try to say like, "Oh, now that Seattle's open, they'll go to Seattle." Like he's not going to fucking Seattle. No, I, I think okay. if he wants to go to a team like that, either the team needs to have like a very very high draft pick that he could get his own quarterback, or already have a young quarterback there like Bryce Young or someone that either he could help fix because Bryce Young's going to need fi- fixing. It's, you know, they're going to get a coach that could help him. He no nobody worth their salt is going to Carolina. No, I know, it's but not. if I was Bryce so that's Young, scary bit too because you get if you're Bryce Young, you're figuring. His, his career might already be over because he's in a bad spot where he can't get a good coach because his owner is a piece of shit. Yeah. So he's he's kind of triple compounded here where, you know, if, if he was somewhere else, maybe maybe he's got a shot, but not in Carolina. And, yeah. that's, and that's the shame of it. And that, that poor kid's going to have – be blamed the rest of his career. He's going to have this bust title on him where – it's honestly, I don't think it's fair to him. No, it's not. Because of being in that situation with that owner, with 
again, this is kid's first season, and what what was it? Ten games into his first season, the the first coach he knows is fired. Yeah, like like the, the, he he. He has never had a chance for success. And that's he the, was never set up to be successful this year. And that's the issue and is like a lot of fans are just going to look at the stats and say, yeah, he's a bust and not look at, like you said, the situation. He's too short. Oh, they got a midget at quarterback. Look what Houston got. And they got, and poor Carolina, they got a midget. It's like, that That was, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you want to do our picks? Yeah, I, I just one more thing. Uh oh, a Lombardi go on? <laughs> no, just listen. Notre Dame. If Michigan can do it, so can you. Well, you Next know, year, why not us? I'm glad we got our OC back. I, I think he saw Brian Kelly how he acts out there. I was like, no, nah, I'm out. So I'm excited. I'm excited about that. At least for that, I think our offense could be a lot better. Why not us? Playoffs is 12 teams next year. Opens the field up. Uh, just don't stumble. And I think we could be, we could, we could be, we could be there. Michigan did it. Their first outright title since what, 1940 something? Yeah, something like 1941, that. 1941, somewhere around there. Uh, first title that was shared since the 1998. Which even that I think was a little bullshit. I don't, I don't think Nebraska should have ever gotten chosen for that either. Yeah. I remember that at the time. That actually was the impetus that caused the BCS. But uh, Notre Dame, you could do it. The SEC doesn't rule college football. Okay, we could do it. Uh, okay, now yes. So let's move on. So we're we're gonna rank. NFL. We're gonna finish the thirteenth ranked team. Uh. <laughs> It might. <laughs> I mean, if no Notre Dame, we always find a way to be just outside. Just outside the box. All right. So, uh, oh shit! What's Nick, that? Nick Saban. Breaking news. Nick Saban is retiring. Front page of ESPN. I saw a breaking news thing come up on my phone. And I didn't think it, I, 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 I didn't, had. Wow, I didn't think he was leaving. Hold on. I'm going over there right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we got breaking news here. I know this is taped, so you're not going to see it until <laughs> afterwards, but breaking news. <laughs> Sources Alabama football coach Nick Saban is retiring. Nick Saban, considered among the greatest college football coaches of all time, won six national titles at Alabama, is retiring. Sources say. Oh, goodness gracious. So we will put off our picks. Let's talk about this. Yeah, we'll, we will get to the picks. Uh, let's see here. Saban, 72, just completed his 17th season at Alabama, which ended in a loss to eventual national champion uh, Michigan in the Rose Bowl. I've always said that if you're thinking about retirement, you're probably already retired, and I'm not there yet, Saban told ESPN in November. And that's the end of the article. Yeah, so, so this literally just broke. This literally just came out uh, 18 minutes ago. And again, that's kind of when I saw the break news, there, but I didn't think to actually look. Uh, so not a lot of information. We don't know what the sources are, who the sources are. All we know that this is coming from ESPN's Chris Lowe. 
okay. uh, that Nick Saban is going to retire from the University of Alabama. Uh, does he try to go to the NFL again, or is he just done? I think he's done. So we'll see. I don't know. And by the time you're seeing this, there'll probably be a little bit more information out there. Yeah. Whether or not you know we, we get further clarification. If he is, if he isn't, if there's any more to the sources, what's going on? Uh, but as of right now, as we're recording this, 5.36 p.m. on Wednesday, uh, the 10th of January, uh, is when this is all going down here. So, uh, wow. Didn't Jimbo, I... <laughs> just when I thought the Pete Carroll getting fired was going to be the biggest, well, it, being relieved of his Whoa. coaching duty I... was going to be the biggest just... story. Last it's, it's, couple it's, days ago, Pete said that he's he wants to come back. He's not tired. And all of a sudden, they part ways. Is he parting ways to go to Alabama? Go back to the college. 72 to go back to, like, he's 70, what is he, 70, he's 71, 71, 72. Yeah. Yeah, I know he's in his 70s. But why would you say, you know, you're not, you don't feel tired, this and that, you know, you're saying all the. the College is different, man. You got to hit the road. You got to recruit. You got to be able, and that's the other thing, too. Saban was on the road recruiting. Yeah. Like, you'd watch him on some of these shows, and he'd do interviews while he was on the road recruiting. He took pictures with big-ass offensive linemen and shit like that, yeah. you know? Like, so this was all coming out. So the fact that now he's saying he's retired. Now, if that's the case, who takes over Alabama? Yeah. I mean, I don't think he had a predecessor, like, ready. Like, you know, how we... Lane well, Kiffin? They're going to take Lane Kiffin's moment? <laughs> <laughs> Billy O'Brien from New England. If Belichick leaves, is that is Billy O'Brien? Does Belichick take over Alabama? Breaking news, <laughs> dude! What wow, twenty-four hours. Yeah, holy in shit! In the world of football, both pro and college, this has been nuts. <laughs> Um, maybe, maybe you know, in the next day or two, if there's more information coming out about Saban, maybe we'll put up another. Another video of maybe yeah we'll get we'll, you know. we'll get more listen we will stay honest even if it's just me even if it's just you whatever it is if something else breaks uh, I'll try to get something out on YouTube as quick as possible yeah uh, so that we're we're as uh, contemporary as possible but wow <laughs> that's just when that's we a thought with the, the, uh, Pete Carroll and, and Vrabel were the two biggest uh, <laughs> coaching stories here comes Saban from the top rope Huskadoosh. <laughs> I'm retiring, bitches. Give me the headlines. Wow. All right. Uh, so, so let's do our, let's do the the playoff picks here. All right. So, I was just getting on my again. I was getting my phone to look at the <laughs> yeah. the, the lineups for uh, for this. And uh, well, here we go. I I imagine you were doing the same thing, well, going I, to look at the games. See, and you see breaking news. This is uh, what happened. Uh, was <laughs> well, while you're pulling up your picks, there. This is what happened. Was I, I opened up two ESPN. I saw that and. When I was like, oh, shit. And then I thought, wait, Jim, you always fall for this shit. Think about this first. And then I was like, wait, no, this ESPN has to be true. It has to be legit. Yeah, yeah this so, isn't like ESPN bulls. <laughs> yeah. You know. So a lot of things that I, I bring up in messages between me and King, King fact checks for me. <laughs> oh. So as far wow. as the picks, we're just going to pick straight up. No points. Who just yeah, thinks no, going to win? Just pick the games. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. You Which, can find all your things at your favorite betting uh, betting site of choice until one of them decides to sponsor us. Uh, fuck you and your points. <laughs> Which uh, these picks are sponsored by Dubby. Oh, 
yes, W. And listen, you're going to have to go ahead and be focused to pick some of these games because it's the playoffs now. You got to be focused. Super Wild Card Weekend. You know, Super <laughs> Wild Card Weekend, if you would, please. Uh, you know, they didn't, it's not super for nothing. They didn't add super just to have it be ignored by us, Jimbo. No. Wild Card Weekend, that was in the past. Now, the last three years, this has been Super Wild Card Weekend, and you will address it as such. Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize <laughs> for for my actions. <laughs> uh, that's not that's not who we are. That's not who, that's I'm not who I am. <laughs> We're a better organization than that, so we just want to apologize, Dennis Allen. <laughs> you fuck. Uh, All right. Anyway, so let's start off. I'll, I'll jump right into this. Go ahead. Good. I, I I like I like speaking the words. I like it. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're fun. I, I want to be a narrator like Morgan Freeman. I really do. I think you know. I got. I have the voice for it at times. <laughs> uh, anyway, starting off Saturday, 4 p.m. on the National Broadcasting Company. That would be NBC, Jimbo. You have what I'm looking forward to. Uh, maybe the most this whole weekend. You have the Browns, number five seed, at the number four seed. AFC South champion Houston Texans. Who you got and why? I'm going Houston. Um, I think a lot of people are thinking CJ Stroud is probably going to come back down to earth and Houston is just going to be average. I just think the op. I think the opposite. I think they're going to keep on on trucking how they've been trucking. And I think Flacco is going to be sleeping on the on the bench with his little pillow. I, I, I don't think he's going to – I think the Flacco magic is over. I, th- I think it's ended. I think the magic has ran out. So I got Houston. Do I think C.J. Stroud will play a band? Absolutely not. I think this kid <laughs> is for real. I think uh, he's got an amazing future. I think the Texans are set up for years to come with their coach and their quarterback. Um, it, it kind of feels almost like a like a Joe Burrow situation, uh, kind of like in Cincinnati, how they have with their guys. However, that Cleveland Browns defense. I know. Takes no prisons. No mercy. Sweep the leg. Yes, Sensei. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I got to go with the Browns. I got to go with Joe Flacco. Not the biggest Flacco fan in the world. Okay. Uh, especially when he was trying to shit on Eli by saying Eli's not elite, but he was elite. And it was like, go screw. Uh, but close game or old no? Old man Flacco. I kind of am rooting for old man Flacco. Um, and again, that Browns defense. That Browns defense. Uh, and as the old adage goes, offense sells tickets, defense wins championships. We're going to see how well that adage holds up. Uh, with the Cleveland Browns, I'm going with the Browns on the road to beat the Houston Texans. Jimbo! After that game, 8 p.m., exclusively on Peacock. You can't get it anywhere else. (laughs) You want to watch football without paying money for it? Fuck you, says the NFL. You're going to pay us money or you can't watch. (laughs) Which is bullshit, if you ask me. So do a lot of people. I have Peacock, and even I'm upset. This is bullshit. This is the playoffs. Put the games on the goddamn television, would you? That being said, Tyreek Hill coming home to a very cold, what they say, possibly 
Sub-Zero. I was going to say, negative nine is the prediction. Kansas City to take on Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and the Fighting Swifts, otherwise known as the Kansas City Chiefs. Jimbo, who you got and why? I'm going Dolphins. Now, now I know, I, I understand. <laughs> Hear me out. I understand it's going to be cold, and what's, what do you normally do when it's this cold? You run the ball, right? Pikachu, I, I call him Pikachu. I, I can never pronounce his name from Kansas City. Checko. Yeah. It's not that hard. Yeah, P- Pikachu. Um, it's a Rutgers boy. I think the Dolphins have a better running back group than Kansas City. I think I think they also said it's supposed to be windy, so that might affect the, the passing game for both teams. So I think there's going to be a lot of running, and I, I'm 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 saying Dolphins because everybody again. He's never been that great. I think we can agree on that. Yeah, right? Chiefs have been that's the, the another something's, reason. Something's off with the Chiefs. Yeah. Um. Something's off with the Dolphins. <laughs> the Dolphins aren't that great. And their defense, as shaky as it was, has everybody injured. They have nobody left. Yeah. They are absolutely depleted when it comes to their defense. Um, so this feels like a game where it's going to be so cold that any advantage that you get from Tyreek Hill is negated. Yeah. Uh, again, you're talking about a team that is, listen, people from South Florida and everything, they want to say, like, oh, the cold's not going to affect us. Ah, it's a football game. We're, we're ready to go. Negative temperatures affect you. Yeah. No matter, I don't care. No matter where right? you Especially play. when you're coming from South Beach, negative temperatures affect you. Yeah. It's going to affect Tyreek. It's going to affect any any offensive ability that the Dolphins have. Uh, and again, at this point, I'm going to say the Chiefs' defense is better than the Dolphins' defense simply because the Chiefs' defense still has people on it. Um, I got to go Chiefs. Chiefs at home, in that weather, in that environment, with Miami just completely a mash unit at this point. Yeah. Uh, and Tua being mediocre. Chiefs all day. Okay. Jimbo, we're going to sleep after that. Okay. That game, going to take a little nap. Because then we got Sunday. And Sunday, 1 p.m., the Pittsburgh Steelers. They take a trip all the way up to the beautiful Great Lake City of Orchard Park. Not Buffalo. That's not where they play. Even though they're called the Buffalo, they're not from Buffalo. They want to talk shit about the Giants. Oh, they're in New Jersey. Giants play closer to New York City than Buffalo than the Bills play to Buffalo. So, eh, go screw. <laughs> anyway, be that as it may, the Steelers number seven seed going up to the number two seed, the Bills. Who you got and why? I'm going Steelers. I'm joking there. We're just going underdogs the whole way here, really. Um, Outside of the Browns, which is the one away team, the one underdog. I don't even know if they're an underdog. Um, Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No. I am pulling for Steelers. I would like to see the Steelers make it all the way to the Super Bowl because obviously Philly's not going to fucking do it. Um, But the Bills are just probably the, the hottest team, other than the Ravens and the Niners, I think. The hottest team right now between both conferences. 
uh, the way Josh Allen's playing. Now, again, I know that they're calling for real uh, bad weather up there, but I don't think that matters. Um, He'll throw it anyway. Yeah, and and with Steelers not having TJ there, that's that's a huge loss. That's the biggest thing for me. I would have given the Steelers a chance if they had TJ. With TJ being injured, like I'm sorry, that dude is what makes that team run. Yeah. And – you know, I, I think it's incredible that the Steelers got to the playoffs. I think it's incredible that they have a winning record again after the way it was looking there in Pittsburgh this season. I think Mason Rudolph is a great story. Um, and again, if they had TJ, I would say there's a there's a good chance that the Steelers could pull off that upset. Yeah. But w- without having the heart of your team there, I think that becomes really hard, especially against a team like you said, the Bills. Uh, they needed to win five straight games to get where they are. They did. Yeah. You know, uh, and you have a team that was six and six that is now the AFC East champions, um, have a home game. I, I got to go with the Bills. So I'm going with the Bills. Okay. Then we finally switch over to the NFC. AFC playoffs, all done by that point. That's weird. We're not scheduling work that with that. Oh, yeah. That usually not how it, how it goes. But yeah. You know, the networks get to pick whatever they want. So, that being said, 4 p.m. This is a great one. Good old-fashioned matchup, the Green Bay Packers with Jordan Love making a trip down to Jerry World there in Arlington, Texas, not Dallas. Take it on the Cowboys, who are the number two seed after winning the NFC East because your Eagles dropped the goddamn ball. Jimbo, Packers, Cowboys, who you got in one? This may be my game of the week, if not second game of the week, but this one could be a hell of a game. Um, I'm going with the Packers, and not just because I'm picking all underdogs, but like I said earlier in the show, until Dallas really shows me that they could put a string of playoff game wins together, I, it's going to be hard for me to, to um, pick them. Um, and how Jordan Love has been playing and that team's been playing, I think this is not going to be as easy of a, a win for Dallas as a lot of people think. I think I think Green Bay upsets them. I think it's going to be a close game. So you're picking Green Bay? Yes. I want to pick Green Bay. This, this game has the stink of... Like, it could happen... The Dallas defense, though, and they're at home. Yeah. Dallas is 8-0 at home. They play really well at home. And so far this season, they don't lose at home. The Packers are inconsistent. Their defense is, I mean, ask anybody, ask any Packer fan about Joe Barry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Yeah. Uh, so as much as I want to pick the Packers, uh I'm going to have to go with the Cowboys on this one. Uh, the, the next round, if the Cowboys make it, I think then we're talking about something different. But for now, I will pick the Dallas Cowboys to beat the Green Bay Packers. The nightcap on Sunday, Jimbo. Okay. Prime time. For the first time ever, 
in Ford Field, actually featuring the Lions. There was a postseason game there. It was Super Bowl 40, in case anybody forgets. So this is actually not the first postseason game in Ford Field history, as some people have been saying. But it's the first postseason game at Ford Field for the actual team that plays there. Yeah. You have the Los Angeles Rams and Matthew Stafford coming home to Ford Field to face the former Rams quarterback, Jared Goff. <laughs> And the Detroit Lions. Jimbo, who do you got and why? Before I make my pick, do you do a tribute to Stafford before the game? A tribute no, video? Absolutely not. Do you do it after the game? You can't. No. <laughs> maybe maybe after if you win, but you can't. Uh, I don't you know can't. if you saw CBS last weekend. J.J. Uh, Watt, uh, Nate Burleson. Nate Burleson came out and said that you should do a, a tribute video before the game. J.J. Watt almost freaking knocked him off his seat. The fuck yeah. is wrong with you? <laughs> you don't. You no. You can't. You can't do that. And I understand it. And I'm sure he would too. Yeah. Like you know, I'm sorry. It's the playoffs. Maybe if it was a regular season game. Well, definitely there. Maybe. Yeah. But I'm sorry. This is the playoffs. This is your first playoff game at Ford Field. This is the first time you have a home playoff game in the longest time. Yeah. Uh, since you know, uh, what was it, 1991? I think something like uh, that. No. Absolutely not. Uh. You still didn't answer who you got, though. So, with that being said, I'm going with the Lions. Um, even though they had a couple hiccups through the year, uh, through the season, I think they they are the team that we thought they were last year. They are this year. I, I think they'll they'll beat the Rams. Um, and I, I I'll even put it out there: they may even beat them by double digits, whether it be ten. Plus points. I'm going to have to disagree with you, Jimbo. Oh, surprise, uh, surprise. There's nobody, I think, playing as good or as on fire right now outside of the L.A. Rams. They are playing really well. I know they struggled with the Giants uh, two weeks ago. Uh, but as we saw, the Giants actually, for some reason, haven't played poorly in the last three weeks. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, the Rams, Matthew Stafford, that team, he's got, you know, he obviously had a weak rest there, uh, helps the arm, whatever. I, I, and now you're talking about the Lions too. They don't have, uh, uh, what's it, the tight end, Laporta? Uh, he's, he's not, he's not rolled out yet. Out, but he won't be 100%. Yeah, he won't, he won't be 100%. Be 80%, yeah. you know. Uh, I think, I think the Lions are there to get got. They can get got. Okay. And the Rams are the team that can do that. And how heartbreaking would that be for the Detroit Lions? Yeah. To to finally make it, to finally do that, and the person who takes you out is <laughs> is the guy who you actually like people from Detroit love Stafford. They rooted for him when he went to the Super Bowl with the Rams. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of good feelings still there between Stafford and the Ram, uh, and the Lions. And now he comes in with the Rams and beats them. That would be just like the ultimate kind of same old Lions kind of thing. And to be fair, the Lions have not played well down the stretch. Now, they played against the Cowboys well. Yeah. Should have won the game, be that as it may, who reported, who didn't, all that nonsense. Uh, but again, like it's – it's they, they've been inconsistent in these in coming down the stretch here. They've kind of been inconsistent all season, and now you take away 
you know, uh, uh, their their amazing rookie tight end. Um, their defense has been shaky at times. Uh, and now you put them up against Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua with Stafford slinging it to them in a dome and perfect weather, you know, because, you know, yeah. Detroit in January would be bad, but you got a dome, so it's perfect. Uh, uh, this is a game that they could get got. I'm rooting for the Lions. Okay. I want to put that out there right now. Rooting like hell for the Detroit Lions. I'm going to pick the Rams, though. I think the Rams do it. I think they take them out. And I hope they don't. But again, if we were betting, if this was a betting situation, I'm 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 putting I, I would have to put the money on the Rams. So I'm going Rams on this one, Jim. Right. And that is all for today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 because there's one more. Oh, you thought you were gonna get away? No, sir. You're not getting away from this one. You're not getting away from Monday night playoff football <laughs> to end super wild card weekend. Uh, <sighs> you got the number five seed, which, listen, six weeks ago, people figured you were the default number one seed. Yeah. Nope. Number five seed, Philadelphia Eagles going into Tampa. The beautiful Raymond James Stadium with the great pirate ship that shoots the cannons, which is really awesome. That's still one of the I'll, coolest I'll, things. Yeah, I I'll give him that credit. <clears throat> uh, to face the NFC South champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Jimbo, who you got and why? I don't even fucking know. <laughs> I don't know which team to, to pick here. And, and, you know, I'm obviously I'm not picking with my heart. My heart says, obviously, pick Philly. Um, I have no confidence in that defense. Chad Ochocinco, go get your brain checked. They're not playing possum. The the defensive line is not going to be shown up to be like Lawrence Taylor and just sacking uh, Baker Mayfield left and right. Um, I I gotta go Tampa Bay, just because I, I think it's only going to take. You're doing your reverse psychology. And that's the thing. That's exactly <laughs> what you're doing. I know no, your tricks. This this is legit. No, stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I, I think it. one drive for Baker Mayfield. If he goes boom, 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 all the way down, game stop over. It. Once he gets that stop confidence, it. it's over. So I know you stop it. You're picking the Eagles. I know. <laughs> no, stop the, this the only, there's only one way the Eagles win this game. Run the fucking ball. Even then, they'll show, they'll figure out a way to fucking give them the game. <laughs> we feel bad for you. Here you, here you go. Get next next round. Um, Listen. They, the, yeah. the, the Eagles have not played well. No. The Eagles have not played well. We've seen that they've lost <coughs> the, the five of the last six games. Uh, two of those games, really three of those games, uh, yeah, when you think about the Seahawks, they, they, they lost three of the last four against non-playoff teams. Yeah. They lost to the Seahawks, they lost to the Giants, and they lost to the Cardinals. The only win came, from, like we said, from the Giants on Christmas, which, again, was barely a win. Uh, and then let's not even mention the fact that they got blown out by Dallas and San Francisco the two weeks before that. Yeah. So, Eagles, not playing well. To that end, Tampa Bay, over the last two weeks, have not played well. Now, the weeks before that, they seemed a lot better. Yeah. And that's when I started saying, 
that may not be a great matchup for the Eagles if they end up having to play Tampa Bay. Then the last two weeks, Tampa Bay shits the bed, and it's like, all right, maybe the Eagles can get this game. Uh, I think it's, I think this game is tight. I think this game is ugly. If we want to be honest, yeah. I think this game could be very <laughs> ugly, a very, a very twelve to fourteen, twelve to sixteen kind of game, nine to twelve, some kind of nonsense shit like that. Um, I, I think it could be that, but I think it's close. In the end. As much as I fucking hate them, <laughs> I think they find a way to win. Okay. Uh, now you're using reverse psychology. I'm not using reverse psychology. <laughs> I, I honestly think that if the Tampa that played against New Orleans and Carolina shows up on Monday, Eagles win. I think if the team that was showing progress before these last two weeks shows up, they might blow the Eagles out. Yeah. But I have to go with what's trending. I have to see how it's trending. And the way the Buccaneers have played, especially against Carolina, yeah, it's trending in the wrong direction. Granted, the Eagles aren't exactly trending in an upward direction. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. But I think if you look at it like, okay, both teams are not playing well. Both teams are struggling. In that case, I think you have to look at talent on talent. And the Eagles have more talent than Tampa does right now. Does that mean that Tampa can't win no like i said if baker and mike evans start cooking yeah and they're able to go ahead and pick apart that eagles defense which can be done and you have, i mean tyrod taylor picked you guys apart yeah so that's all you need to know there i mean tyrod <laughs> taylor sucks ass yeah and he beat the shit out of you guys so baker mayfield is better than tyrod Taylor, and mike evans is better than any receiver the giants have on their team right now yeah true so if they can do that, I think it could be a problem. I, I, I just the way it's going, I don't think they can. I hope they do, because again, uh, the Eagles. <laughs> but I think the Eagles pulled off just based on town alone, which means that they then either have to go to San Francisco or Dallas, depending on what happens with the rest of the games, uh, and. Then you'll all get murdered. <laughs> like, that's going to be a true crime document documentary. Like, that's going to be bad. Yeah. But I think you might survive just one more week. And that's the thing, too. I think if you beat Tampa Bay, no matter how bad it looks, that saves Sirianni's job. So That, that I will agree with. I honestly think that. So there you go. There's, uh, there's our picks. I picked the Browns. I picked the Chiefs. I picked the Bills. In the AFC, and I picked the Rams, I picked the Cowboys, and I picked the Eagles. In the NFC, Jimbo, who did you get? I took uh, I took Tampa Bay, took Houston, I took Dolphins, Bills, Packers, Lions. So there you go. 
there is the there's our super, super wilder picks. Uh, brought to you by Dubby. Uh, Jimbo, I think, needs to drink a little bit more of it to be more focused because he made some really funky picks there. So or is what it if is. they do come through, it's proof it works. Could be. Could be. Well, what? Well, I don't know because I don't know how much you've been drinking. I, I, I think you haven't had enough Dubby. You need more of that neurofactor yep. that gets into your brain to help you think better. Because, uh, again, some of these picks I'm not sure about. I'm really not. <laughs> and, and also... <laughs> The more neurofactor you get in your brains makes you smarter. And you know how you get smarter, too? Oh. When you go to order from W, you go to W.GG, you can get anything you want there. All the flavors, all the merchandise, all the accoutrement. You get a little shaker for your for your W, everything like that. When you're ready to check out in that little promo box, you're going to put ST Sports 18. That's ST Sports 18, all capital letters. This is where you get smart because if you put that in there, 10% off of your entire order over there at W.GG. Jimbo, Dubby, what's their tagline? Be better. There you go. And you need to be better with your picks because you pick. You you don't <laughs> think that Tampa Bay is going to win. I know. You're doing this. I do. Reverse psychology bullshit. One drive. Thing. That's all and it's going to take. He's done it all year in the group chat. Oh, I'm going to pick them because. And how well they work for us? Work psychology. <laughs> How's that worked out for the last five weeks? <laughs> exactly. So that's why I'm picking so it real. Work. So pick what you actually think is going to happen. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I think that's going to be it for this week. Um, I, th- I think so. Yeah. Like we said, if there's more uh, stuff that comes out about Nick Saban. We will probably do another video or uh, get something or out there. Any other NFL coaching news that comes out? The Saban stuff is wild. Yeah, that's amazing. So we saw that coming. Till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo. And oh. is your King James football rivalry champion, King. One last time.